the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, and my two co-hosts, Nam Fon and Mark Hunt, are off today, but I do have a special guest who I will introduce in just a second here. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, let's see, that's, that certificate's worth uh, over $100, so uh, it's definitely worth uh, winning these uh, certificates. And today's trivia theme is kids' movies. Uh, today's guest is Carrie Ettinger. We've had him on before of Primary Residential Mortgage. Carrie, welcome back to the Thank Best of Investing. Always Good. happy to be here. All right, so you're uh, you're one of our go-to people when it comes to refinancing or just get, getting uh, home mortgages. You guys are uh, very competitive. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in the uh, mortgage residential mortgage market? Boy, well, that's a loaded question. What isn't going on in the residential yes. mortgage market? <laughs> it is a it's a nutty time. You know, the last couple of years of ex- historic. I mean, no hyperbole. The lowest rates in history. Um, really had volume just completely spiked. You know, we're all running at maximum capacity and now that rates are, have gone up a bit um, and they feel like they're very high compared to a year or two ago, still historically extremely low. Yeah. Uh, but just the, com- the comparison of feeling uh, what they're doing now compared to the last couple of years makes it feel like um, the getting's not good. Yeah. But, it, but it still is historically very low. Um, there's a lot of competition in the housing market these days for buyers, for sure. Um, you know, we've got inflation that we're battling that's working against us. Uh, there's a lot of market drivers right now that you are know, it, it seems kind like of working it, together in ways that they didn't normally work in the past. So it's a really interesting time in, in uh, the mortgage world. If I'm not mistaken, aren't the millennials kind of coming into the market now? And, and some of those people... Maybe a few years ago, they had they they were younger when uh, the you know the the deep the, the great recession happened, and they, yeah. they realized how much their parents were suffering. Yeah. And so a lot of them said, "Oh no, I'm just going to rent." But yeah. I guess they they start seeing the house prices go up, and they go, "I got to catch this gravy train." Yeah, I think I think the messaging is is finally sinking in. Uh, you know, in general that. You know, look, the, the best way to create intergenerational wealth is uh, not the best way, but one of the most useful ways to create intergenerational wealth is, is through real estate. Right. And I think that messaging is finally coming across even to, you know, groups such as the millennials who 
uh, tend to lead a very uh, small, they try to lead a, a much smaller footprint life, right? Amassing less things and being more nimble and having, you know, being more online and just ha- not being weighed down so much with, with things. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, reality starts to age, wisdom sinks in and you realize the yeah. value, even though it's not always an easy thing to own real estate, um, that the benefits definitely outweigh the the efforts and you know some, some of the financial. Um, well, my, my my son's a good example. Uh, yeah. He is tired of renting, tired of moving around. So he's uh, finally uh, going to settle down and, and buy a house. And you know the the other thing to think about besides getting some tax advantages is the fact that the mortgage that you pay is set. From the standpoint of you know real estate prices go up, but the loan doesn't go up. In fact, exactly. it goes down every time you make a mortgage payment. So definitely exactly. there's that accumulation of wealth. It, it, it's true. So that that is one of the most important. I mean, there's a, lots of features when uh, that that kind of not kind of uh, significantly tip the scale for buying versus renting in general. Now, not always. Not always. Uh, sure. There's a, there's a caveat, of course, to every generalization we make. By and large, uh, renting versus owning it, it tips in favor of owning heavily. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, you know, it's one of the main factors, and there's many factors that kind of tip the scale that way, is the fact that you have a consistent payment. Yes, your taxes are going to be reassessed each year in California. It only goes up 2%, which is great. Um, of course, your homeowner's insurance will increase a little bit every year. So your, your, your net housing costs will increase incrementally but that more that principal and interest payment stays level um but also if you're renting you, potentially your landlord could be increasing the rent too and you you're well, not that's the thing that. i mean rents are always going to move with market rate you know i mean even if you have there's rent control of course in certain areas but in general where landlords have the ability to do so they're going to keep up with inflation yeah you know, and, that, and your mortgage is inflation proof so yeah that, that's a good point because most people are going to opt for a, fi- a fixed in, a fixed rate yeah, most people do. Um, I think right now, um, boy, unless uh, unless you can convince me of a very specific situation where an adjustable would be right for you, yeah, uh, I would be hard pressed to feel good about recommending a, a, a adjustable to anybody because trying to count on the market cooperating in the next few years after the your fixed period is over, um, it's not a safe bet these days. So. Um, you're, you're really going to have to convince me. The borrower would really have to convince me uh, pretty strongly for me to recommend anything other than a fixed. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what, before we, uh, or when we come back from break, I do want to talk to you about, you know, all these various interest rate hikes that are anticipated and, and mm-hmm. how people are looking at this, uh, you know, from the standpoint of, gosh, maybe I should refinance now uh, and then buying a house, et cetera. So it's kind of interesting how your, your, your place your place in the marketplace is like when interest rates drop heavily, you're busy because of refinances. But then also if people can see the handwriting on the wall, sometimes they want to go ahead and and get things done now too. So we'll talk about that in the next segment. I want to make a quick mention here for the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. They have one of the nicest pools and it's nice and warm right there on Lincoln Avenue. 
Uh, you check them out. They're one of the nicest hotels in Calistoga at the mountviewhotel.com. All right, here's our first trivia theme. Uh, uh, first trivia question. I know you'll uh, know the answers because you have little kids. So mm-hmm. don't answer until we come back. Uh, first trivia question is, in which animated movie would you find the characters Lord Farquaad and Princess Fiona? Oh, and a very talkative donkey makes his first big screen appearance in this film. All right. Call 888-912-1190. You knew from the first two, two ones, I'm sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure until the third one. <laughs> All right. 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate from Tan Bella, which is worth over $100. Again, 888-912-1190 to answer this question. In which animated movie would you find the characters Lord Farquaad and Princess Fiona and a very talkative donkey makes his first big screen appearance in this film? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Carrie Ettinger of Primary Residential Mortgage. All right. First trivia question. In which animated movie would you find the characters Lord Farquaad and Princess Fiona and a very talkative donkey? Uh, I'm going to say the Shrek series. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. The first one. Yeah, Shrek. (laughs) Okay. One for one. All right. Um, So, uh, we, the Fed has been, first of all, they raised interest rates, I think, just a quarter point. Mm-hmm. But there's talk that they're going to be raising them in increments of a half a point. Mm-hmm. And I've heard as many as 11 different. Now, I don't know if they're going to do it each time, 11 of them, because that'd, that'd be five and a half percent higher, uh, you know, to try to yes. knock down there's, inflation. There's two guaranteed, uh, my, my understanding is there's two guaranteed hikes remaining for the year. There could be more, but there's, two, there's at least two more that are, that are for sure. And then they'll each probably be for half percent. Yeah, they? the first one was a quarter. So now the prime interest rate is at three and a half. It was a three and a quarter, which was, um, and that's slightly different than the Fed, but um, kind of it tracks the same. So the prime is, um, was three and a quarter and was locked at that for about two, two, three years during those, during the um, pandemic. So they didn't change, they didn't touch it at all. Um, but now they're playing catch up and, you know, raising, uh, ri- rising fed interest rates. Now here's the interesting thing about that. Um, usually you would say, okay, well, the red, the feds um, raising interest rates, that's going to have an impact on mortgage interest rates. And usually that's true. There's an indirect relationship there. Um, However, the Fed is raising interest rates to fight inflation, right? So inflation is the enemy of interest rates, at least for mortgage interest rates, right? So that's the fact that we have record inflation is one of the factors that's really probably the main factor that's driving interest rates higher right now as far as borrowing money is concerned. Um, So what the Fed is doing by raising interest rates is actually a good thing for mortgage interest rates because the reason why they're doing that is to combat inflation and keep inflation under control. So yes. even though you would think that raising interest rating raising the Fed interest rate is, is indicative of increasing 
um, mortgage interest rates. What's pushing the mortgage interest rates up is the inflation, which the Fed raising their interest rates was a response to that. So the good news is the, the Fed raising their interest rates will hopefully be able to sort of curb the inflation a bit and will bode well for mortgage interest rates in the long run. So hopefully it will oh, slow down this rapid increase that we're seeing. I mean, how about how about they just open up the pipelines of oil and keep the prices down that way? I, you know, I mean, <laughs> just do something. Just do something. You know, I, I got to say, I got to get on my little tirade. I think I did yes. this once before. It's like, okay, if we're trying to, for, for some reason, I look at this and I say, okay, the environmentalists are trying to, you know, save the planet. Mm-hmm. But apparently all they care about is saving the United States. They don't care about Europe and Iran and all these other <laughs> places that have oil because it's like, sure, go ahead. We won't pump oil, but we're going to get all this oil from all these other places, which means we don't really care about your side of the planet. And oh, by the way, your oil is dirtier than ours, so we're going to make the planet worse for it. Right. So it's it's just a game. And, it, and you know, just- it, it is, and it's, uh, I don't know, I... I- well, we can go on and on yeah. about my well, faith, I was faith in society and humanity, but um, yeah. yeah, it's not on the surface and probably uh, the more you dig, it's probably even worse. A lot of these things just don't make sense. <laughs> well, and I, uh, I, I was listening to a news program last night and what was mentioned is behind the scenes, the liberal people who uh, are in that camp yeah. love the fact that oil prices are going so high because right. then they can push the new green deal and that sort of thing. They go, look, see what happens. You got to go to this. But I think what people forget is if you, um, if you have an electric car, where does the electricity come from? Well, hopefully you have a, you have your house is powered by solar as well. You know, I have a buddy who actually I was just talking about uh, talking to recently. He was interested in um, uh, doing a cash out refi because they're they're doing solar on their home. Okay. And in the end, I talked him out of doing a refi because you know I refi we I refied him last year and he's you know in the high twos. So for okay. him to refi, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars just to gain fifty thousand dollars, and for him to bump his interest rate that high was not a was not a good way to for him to access that fifty thousand. Gotcha. Like a small number compared to the size of his, um, his existing balance. So that would have taken the bulk of his balance, the bulk of that money from high twos to the low fours. And, and are, you, are, are you getting, uh, are you really busy right now? Because people are saying, gosh, if I don't catch it now, the gravy train of, of interest rates that they're going to go up even more. Uh, no, okay. um, but I'll get, get back to that in a second. Uh, okay. I, I do want to, I do want to address that. Uh, but just to kind of finish with that. So what my friend is doing is they're going all in on solar. I mean, he happens to be in the solar industry, but they're going all in on solar and electric. So they're powering a house with solar. Um, they are buying a second electric vehicle. Um, so to answer your question, that's what that's what they're doing there. And especially now that PG&E's rates are so high, you know, it even yeah. got me thinking, geez, you know, we... Our home is apparently doesn't have the right orientation for solar, but if there's something we can do to knock our cost down, yeah. But you know what, though, I have a couple of different solar systems on my house, and my bill was still outrageous because of the gas price. Because the gas, well, I know that's what's I know exactly. That's a whole that's a whole different animal. I know. So we're we're planning a remodel right now, and we're considering shoot. Should we just bite the bullet and go with an electric stove this time around, to electric range, and then you know I get away from and we're maybe doing some work on our HVAC system. So yeah, I know we're thinking about all these things. Gas is, every time I hear the the uh, heater on at night while I'm sleeping, I'm like, ah, I got to 
I know. That's what we have. Yeah, we make sure that we turn off the heaters. At I night. know. I thought I, I thought I said it right, but I guess not. Anyway, to answer your question, you know, it is it is definitely time to keep your foot on the gas in terms of financing. If yeah. you think that you have some adjustments to make in in your financing, your debt load, now is the time to explore it. If you're thinking about purchasing a home, now is the time to continue to push forward. It is not the time to just sit and wait because the near sort of like the the medium term term projections in the next at least six months to two three years are continued increase in home values and yeah. no no um, real signs of lowering interest rates. I mean, hopefully yeah. we'll get inflation under control and that will stop the the rapid increase. And of course, things happen that we can't predict, which will have effects on the market. Sure. Well, and I, I know some people sit on the sidelines when interest rates are starting to drop because they think, gosh, maybe if I wait, they'll drop even further. But now, I mean, we're, it's like, I, I don't know anybody who's thinking that interest rates are going to drop. Now, specifically. No, there are situations definitely um, where it's like, okay, what, what you have right now is, is better or, or the benefit of what we can do for you is, is not enough compared to your current situation. Okay. That, that hey. happens. Tell you what, when we come back, uh, we have an email question that uh, we, we got that we want to uh, ask you. Second okay. trivia question. I am a little robot. I don't really say much other than my name, and I really enjoy collecting other people's rubbish. Who am I? All right. Yeah. Email Edward at, or excuse me, I'm sorry. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answers. You know, when that tanning certificate, stay with us. Best of investing. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Terry Edinger. Uh, second trivia question. I am a little robot. I don't really say much other than my name, and I really enjoy collecting other people's rubbish. Who am I? Wally. Wally. That's right. Very good. Right. Okay, so uh, Carrie, an, um, Carrie a, um, an email comes in uh, from a listener who says, I am house rich and cash poor. Should I refinance my house to set up a savings account? Hmm, good question. That is a great question. Um, the answer is, uh, it depends, uh, leaning a little bit more towards yes, but it definitely depends. So two years ago, one year ago, if you asked me that question, I would have said absolutely. In fact, we did the same thing. You know, our equity was up, the <laughs> values were at all-time highs. Um, we could borrow money at all-time lows. We knew we had this remodel plan. We weren't quite sure of everything and not like if it was going to come together, but I knew that if I pulled the money out at what, I got 2.875% on 30 years. Well, if I pulled it out at that rate, if we don't do the remodel, I can invest that at a higher rate, right? Okay. So I can still do okay. So I didn't, you know, I was scared that I'd pull all this money out and paying interest on it. And if we don't do the remodel, then what? I've got this wad of cash that I'm paying monthly to, to, to borrow. Yeah. Um, but if you can invest it at a higher interest rate than you borrowed it, then you're going to um, be net positive. So to your um, listeners' question, if you can invest that money 
in uh, into some kind of investment that has a large that has a higher interest rate than you're borrowing, then absolutely yes. There are also times where you might not be net positive, but having access to liquid cash is important for whatever life reason that you might have. Um, even if it means paying a cost for that because you are losing a little bit of interest, uh, you know, when it, when we talk about the investment versus the the, um, the borrowing. Um, so really, the answer is it depends. But, yeah, I, I, I can see. Let me let me chime in here too because yeah. you know ordinarily you don't just borrow money just to borrow money. But if there's a situation like you said where, well, here, how about this scenario where yeah. if interest rates start going up even further, it may be more difficult for this. A listener to qualify and then that person's just going to be shut out and won't have will never have access to the money until rates come on down way down so at least this way this listener can access money now and even if they don't yes invest it you know way over what they can uh, uh borrow at you know it's it's kind of negative arbitrage is a lot smaller well exactly exactly so you know it, it um Again, it, it does depend on what the purpose for needing that cash is. Um, but leveraging your equity is an excellent way to um, provide yourself with either cash on hand for rainy days, because if you have a rainy day, you can't necessarily try to refinance your home at that point to raise cash, right? Because the rainy day might be losing your job, in which case you're not going to qualify for a mortgage. Um, so, you know, utilizing your equity, and that's a big thing that I try to educate my clients on is that your equity is a resource, it's a tool for you. It's not just, oh, that's great, look how much my house is raising value. Yeah. You, can, you, you can leverage that equity during your life or prior to even selling your house in lots of ways that really benefit you. Borrowing money against your house so that you can have savings or have some access to liquid cash is a great way if the situation is right. I wouldn't say yes for every situation, of course, but yeah, because you don't want to use it like an ATM or you know, hey, let's go buy a boat just to buy a boat. No, 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 no. no. Of course, we want these to be financially sound and smart uses of this money. It's not okay. I'm going to borrow a bunch of money, so I have two hundred grand now, and all of a sudden, let's go. Uh, I don't know. Let's go to Vegas for the weekend. You know, yeah. it's not one. Of the, I would never, you know, advise somebody to do that. Um, I'd also feel have a hard time uh, providing a loan for somebody if that was their intention. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say no, but I mean, it's like, do you? I have a long talking to with my client about the use of their money. Yeah, but um, you know, there's there's other ways to leverage your equity other than a refinance. You know, there's home equity lines of credit and um, home equity loans. So, um, but yes, I, I the, the, and I know we don't have time to get into this now, but understanding the power of home equity, especially in these raising. Value, the, the, this time of rising home values yes. um, is an extremely powerful tool that investors need to understand. And I, I speak to everybody that's investors. Managing debt is just one way to increase your investments. So, Well, especially so. if you have other debt that's at a higher rate, you know, credit cards, et cetera, car loans, maybe, maybe, exactly. maybe car loans are usually pretty good nowadays, but hundred uh, percent people sometimes will be adverse to saying, well, yeah, okay. The credit I'm paying more each month because the interest rate of my credit card is so much higher, but I don't want to, I don't want to roll that out for 30 years. I don't want to yeah. take this, this nut of money that I owe and yeah, I can, I can pay it off by refinancing my house, but then all of a sudden I'm going to pay it for 30 years. I'm going to pay more interest in the long run. Well, that's true. Or it might be true. However, the fact that you freed up that cash flow, you free, you've, you've reduced your monthly expenses, puts cash in your hand to be able to do things and make up for the yeah. fact that you might be paying more interest in the long run. You might be able to completely beat that interest because you've invested that cash flow properly. 
Okay, I'm going to ask you a question, see if you know, I mean, not that you would know this, but I want you to guess. My first car loan that I ever got, guess what interest rate I was paying? Oh my gosh. All right, well, we all, we all, we all talk about the interest rates for home loans back in the, you know, the 80s and 70s and stuff, right? So considering car loans right now, or I don't know, what are they? I, I should know. I bought my truck a couple of years ago. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to guess 30%. Well, no, 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 it wasn't that uh, I, <laughs> No, I mean, because that would be like a payday type. Loan. I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. No, it wasn't that high. Take another guess. All right, how about, uh, well, it's got to be higher than what we talked about mortgage interest rates being back then. So I'm going to guess 18%. Okay, not bad. 20 and three quarters percent. 20 and three quarters, okay. 20 uh, and yeah, three quarters. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because I, I, I could have paid cash yeah. But I thought I was so smart. I could make more than 20 and three quarters percent in the, uh, in, in the, in the stock market. I was very optimistic. <laughs> of course, I was 19 years old. So I learned a little bit. <laughs> you know what? That is exactly what you should be thinking at, at that age for a low stake kind of debt slash investment like that. Yeah, you at, for a pretty low cost, you learn a valuable lesson about leveraging <laughs> debt, right? Yeah, yeah. It, and, it, when, it, and when it, you can exactly. leverage debt and actually work it, make it work out for you, leveraging a twenty, uh, you know, a twenty percent uh, interest rate yeah. debt—that's a little tough to do. Well, and it's funny because money market rates at the bank were sixteen percent at the time. Yeah, at that time, yeah. So it was like, well, okay, worst comes to worst, I'd have negative four percent. Not exactly. Exactly. Of course, I didn't I do it well in the stock market because I thought I could. Okay, hey, tell you what, we're gonna get to our next trivia question here. Okay. This uplifting 2009 animated movie featured an elderly man who befriends a hyperactive little kid. Name the movie where balloons are featured heavily. <laughs> All right, that's our trivia question. Three for three. 912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins outstanding certificates. Stay with us. The best of investing will be right back. Do not touch that dial. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Carrie Edinger. Third trivia question. This very uplifting 2009 animated movie featured an elderly man who befriends a hyperactive little kid. Name the movie where balloons are featured heavily. Up. Up. It's about the uh, shortest uh, name for a movie I think there is out there I think it might be. I think it might be. Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to think of like, what else is there? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I remember uh, some trivia thing one time where it was like, okay, what was the shortest letter sent to anybody and the shortest response? And it was an author writing to his publisher. And all he did was send, uh, this is way before email. So he sent uh, a letter with just a question mark. And the and the answer came back with with an explanation point. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought that was pretty good. That's like a text message kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah, very very similar. Um, okay, so now, uh, Carrie, what uh, what kind of interest rates are people looking at right now for various? Uh, you know, there's conforming, non-conforming, et cetera. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, 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 when I say it, I'm looking at the rates right now, the average rates, and it's like, uh, you know, our memories are always so short. So I look at yeah. So high, but it's not. I mean, it's high compared to last year. So right now, thirty-year fix is averaging uh, 
4.78% across the country. Okay. Uh, 15, there's some advantage there for shorter terms. So that's averaging 4.13%. Uh, so are these conforming? Those are conforming. Yep. Um, FHA 30 years are coming in around 4.37% uh, on average. Jumbos are actually performing well compared to um, 30 year fixed. Um, so a 30 year jumbo is, I mean, compared to a 30 year fixed conforming. Yeah. Um, so jump, the difference between jumbo and a fixed are higher loan values, higher loan yeah. amounts. Um, so a 30 year jumbo is averaging about 4.15% across the country right now. And so, then why, why is it, why, it's so funny, it used to be in the old days that the more you borrow, the higher the interest rate. I know, yep. So, and, and back in the day, yes, the, so the jumbos were um, cost, more costly loan, right? Because they're, you're borrowing more money, theoretically, they're more risky. You know, mortgage rates always um, are in response to the level of risk yeah. of the, the loan itself, right? So one of the risk factors is a high loan amount. Well, I think over the years, what's happened is it's, you know, the, 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 the guidelines to be able to qualify for a jumbo loan are much more strict. So I think over the years, they've found that those borrowers, there's, it's just a, 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 low, a lower default rate pool of borrowers, right? Because they're, just, they're, some, they're more heavily vetted. So the okay. loans, just in how, how hard they are to qualify for, provides some of that um, risk relief, right? So that's reflected yeah. in the interest rates. And of course, you know, investors are always wanting to make their product as, as appealing as possible. Yes, they could ride the wave of, well, people are used to paying a higher rate for larger loan amounts, but just like anything, supply and demand, if they lower the rate, that attracts more people to those jumbos. You know, it, re it reminds me of uh, when people are applying for life insurance, how, uh, you know, you see these commercials where uh, they say, hey, you don't even have to qualify. You just fill out, you know, four questions. Yeah. They'll give you insurance. And, and sure, you might get insurance from them, but it's going to be a lot more expensive than if you yep. were to say, you know what, I'm going to bite the bullet and fill out an application, real application and let them take blood and blood pressure and look at all my records. Uh, just, it's just a risk reward uh, from the insurance company. You know, it's, it's like everything, um, and especially in our industry. And, I, you know, I say this sheepishly because, you know, I'm a mortgage lender. Um, so, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put all of us into this category. You know, we're still not a trusted category of, um, of as a profession. You yeah. know, um, I uh, of course I'm trustworthy. Uh, I mean, I, my most important thing is helping people. I mean, that means talking to them out of doing the loan, right? Yeah. Um, so I can say that about myself. Of course, the rubber hits the road when you actually work with me. But there are still a lot of smarty people in this industry. You know, and you just have to go. You have to work with somebody that you have a referral. Well, you you guys are a wealth of resource. In fact, we, we haven't told anybody yet, uh, you know, your information, your contact information. Why don't you go ahead and give that out? Yeah. Uh, Carrie Attinger, so it's Primary Residential Mortgage. Um, we are the San Francisco division of Primary Residential Mortgage. Um, so we're a nationwide company. Um, we're the San Francisco division. We have two branches, the San Francisco branch, and we're here in the San Rafael branch. Um, we're located at 1101 Fifth Avenue, so we're right in the heart of downtown, right behind um, Aroma Cafe. You can't see it because there's too much light coming in the windows, but <laughs> right back there, right over there is Mount Tam. Uh, so right here in the heart of San Rafael. Um, my phone number, if you ever like to give me a call and just want to ask questions or need to be pointed in the right direction, I also have a wealth of other um, trusted partners in other fields I can make referrals to. Um, my phone number, uh, our office number is 415-870-2752. My cell phone is 415-827-5960. 
And my email address is kettinger, so it's K-E-T-T-I-N-G-E-R at primeres, so it's P-R-I-M-E-R-E-S dot com. Yeah, in fact, I remember referring someone to you, and I saw him at a restaurant not long ago, and he said, Edward, thank you so much for referring Carrie. He did a great job for me. And Thank uh, you for that. And yeah. you know what? I got, I have one to return. So uh, we have a mutual client that I worked with originally on his refi. You helped him out with his um, the remainder of his construction loan to get through his remodel. Oh, yeah. And he said, man, Edward is the man. He's, <laughs> I, he's like, I, would, I don't know how I would have been able to complete this project without Edward. So he was really happy with me that I referred him, referred yeah. him to him. So, you know, you, you have to have those trusted referral partners, you know, yeah. like you, you just have to have people you trust. Otherwise, man, when you're talking about this much money, it's, uh, you know, just to go online and work with the Quickens and the, not to throw anybody under the bus, yeah, work with yeah. the online lenders, yeah. uh, then you don't know who you're working with. It's, uh, it's a scary thing. I wouldn't want to go to just some doctor and say, yeah, cut out my spleen. Yeah, exactly. I hope I hope you're okay. I hope you're good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was looking for an operation, so I looked in the want ads to see, uh, you know. Yeah, I, mean, hey, I, I, Googled, I Googled spleen removal operation. Yeah, exactly. Your name came up first. <laughs> and, and when you look on their website, it says, you know, uh, job opportunities. Uh, no, no. <laughs> exactly. No experience necessary. We'll train, you know. <laughs> yes. That's look the place out, I want to go. Plan. Look, my advice is to look elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. No, referrals is, is really the, the, the best way, especially, it it's funny, a lot of people don't, they, they almost look at mortgages like a commodity, like going down to Safeway and buying apples. But it's really amazing when you're, when you're dealing with somebody who you can trust and who can maneuver your way through the system. It's really amazing how it, uh, important yeah. it is. You're talking about a lot of money. So you don't want to mess with That's a good word that you use, commodity. I mean, we're, we're not, a, look, if you can look at a mortgage product as a commodity, sure, but you're doing yourself a disservice, right? We always say the best strategy is always going to be the best rate, right? If, if yeah. you're only looking for rate and you're, a lot of people even ignore closing costs, if yeah. you're just shopping for rate, you've completely lost the forest for the trees. Yeah. You, know, you might not even get the house that you're trying to, that you're trying to. Well, um, also timing. That's the other thing is that I mean, if you've got like all the time in the world, then maybe it makes sense. And but if you're like, extremely savvy and you don't need yeah. that um, consultant, you know, you don't need the, yeah. the sort of the advisory services that we provide. Yes, our product is the loan, but I mean, there's so much more that we're offering our clients. And to not get that, especially first time home buyers, it's. Oh, yeah, especially for, for first time. And then, especially there's times when you have to kind of help, really help walk held hold their hand through the process and 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 there's certain things to uh and not that you're going to hide anything but you disclose things in a certain way that where you can talk to the underwriter and explain a certain situation that you know yeah. x's and o's with with someone on, on the internet uh, can't do all right stay with us the best of investing will be back with some closing comments don't touch that dial you're listening to the best of investing on 860 a.m the answer once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Carrie Edinger of Primary Residential Mortgage. Uh, no trivia question, but um, one thing we, we forgot to, to mention also is how fast you guys can work. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're direct lenders, um, and we have our own in-house uh, staff. Um, our entire we have the entire staff is in-house. We have uh, two underwriters, so we have a tight relationship with them. We can work sort of in a collaborative, problem-solving way rather than you know a, a typical structure such as a brokerage. You're not you're the the underwriter is not part of your staff, not part of your team. So there's really not a lot of interaction there. So we're able to really move swiftly and problem-solve and strategize about the quickest and best way to complete a loan. Um, and we have our, our, our own in-house processors. So because everything's in-house, not only do we have sort of that team collaboration that really allows us to move fast, um, but we can control the pipeline, right? So when, when something high, high priority has to get done, we can move things around, right? So bro- brokerages and other types of structures are not quite able to do that. They can't control the pipeline yeah. the way we can. Um, you know, in general, what hold, what has been holding up has been appraisals, uh, but those have gotten a lot faster. They were yeah. they took a long time during twenty and twenty one, but now that volumes down, appraisals are happening a lot faster. So we have no problem going in twenty one days on a on a purchase. Um, we That's pretty good. Not even quicker than that, but it all just kind of depends on the appraisal. And of course, the the clients being on board. And why we say like, look, I know you have a job, I know you have a family, I know you have all this, but you're in a purchase situation right now. This is your number one job right now. Yeah, so you have to make this loan, this transaction. This has to be your main part outside of family and health stuff, sure. all that stuff. But like, as far as prioritizing, you know, your daily tasks, whatever. When something pops up with your loan, that's what you got to do first. <laughs> you no, know, it's a very good point. Sometimes you really have to hold the hand of them and say, "Listen, we we need a copy of your tax return. Yeah, we need this bank statement, or we need the application to begin with." For goodness sake! I mean, look, <laughs> we can promise fast turnaround times, but that's only based on you know. Um, us giving the information we need in a timely manner. Everyone on the everyone on the origination side of things is highly motivated to get done, which is refreshing. When I was an engineer, it was like people will get to it eventually. In this industry, uh, everyone's like, "What do you need? Here you go." Yeah, you keep moving. So it's it's, it's nice. I like that. That's smart. <laughs> and and that's the other thing. It's, it's not you know, it's not so much the uh, the appraisers as you said, but a lot of times just title and escrow. They're busy. Yeah, so from home. Uh, we have a great, for our refis, we have a great relationship with a Thailand escrow company that we use for all of our refis. On um, on purchases, the, the, the seller um, usually chooses a Thailand escrow company. So we don't have a lot of control there. But yeah, um, it, it definitely benefits to have a good relationship with the Thailand escrow company because, again, we do so much work with them. We refer so much work to them that we can call them up, they answer the phone, give us responses on, you know, academic questions or questions for clients. And, and did, um, did you say that the seller is the one who's been Yeah, typically the, the seller um, chooses the Thailand escrow company. Um, oh. Sometimes they'll allow the buyer to do so. Um, if they haven't chosen one or don't have a preference, but usually either the seller has one in mind or the list, the listing agent will have a title because they, you know, they have relationships and they want to yeah. refer people to their people and, you know, keep the referrals going that way. Well, and as long as it's a normal title company, the buyer shouldn't really care. Oh, no. The, buyer, the, buyer. the seller wants to make sure, I want to get my money. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, 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 no. There's there's never like, I don't know. If, I was a, if I'm a buyer, I'm not going to really say, no, 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 I don't want to look at that title company. You know, you have title insurance. There's only so much they can really mess up. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of, yes, you can shop. If you're really trying to pinch pennies, you can shop. There are certain services you can shop for, but I've never really seen somebody do that successfully without spending way more effort than it was worth. Yeah. So usually you just get the title company who the seller is selected and you just go. 
Well, especially if uh, the, if the seller has done a let's say a refi in the last six months, then you know a lot of stuff's been already full. All right, thank Gary Ettinger from Primary Residential Mortgage. Thank you again for being our guest, and Absolutely. here's our thought today. So I got thrown out of my local park after arranging the squirrels by height. They didn't like me critter sizing. Ah, ah I like that. Huh? <laughs> and, and I hate it when I think I'm buying organic vegetables. And when I get home, I discover they're just regular donuts. All right. Tune in next week to the best. I have that problem as well. You like that one too? Okay. We'll be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.